0: Okay, go.
1: What do you call it when um, uh, when a scientist can't find his keys?
0: Why are they all about scientists? A lab coat.
1: This is on my, a lab coat? Wait.
0: I don't know. When a scientist can't yeah, find his keys. Yeah, when a when scientist
1: can't find his keys. What do we call that?
0: Locked out scientist.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's he going to just... be a mad scientist because yeah. he couldn't find his keys.
0: <gasps> is that it?
1: That's the answer.
2: <laughs>
0: mad scientist. Yeah, he's a mad oh,
1: scientist. Cute podcast. That's
0: so good. Oh my gosh! Would I love you
1: believe that. that I didn't have a punchline ready?
0: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but we found
1: it, and it was funnier than anything I would have said. We found it. <laughs> In a world surrounded by darkness, one church's youth ministry created a podcast with the intent to arm our students for world takeover these episodes are geared to show you a better way god's way because god's way
2: is better is that the intro we're doing yep that's the intro
0: okay so today on the (laughs) wild podcast we have okay we have ian yo me i'm clara yo caleb is in the background not on mic, yo and our special guest today is jackson yo Jackson, everyone listening to this probably already knows you, but will you say who you are, what you do at church, and why you think I asked you to be on this podcast episode?
2: Yeah, um my name is Jackson Lutz. Uh, I've been going to Eternity for like 10 years now. Yeah. Like since it began. um OG. Yeah, OG. Mm-hmm. I'm the intern as of now, and yeah. I do worship team, I help in production, kids room, I do a little bit of everything, have mm-hmm. my hand in like every area of service. Yeah. Uh, and I think the reason you asked me is because since I'm a senior, ex-senior, I graduated, that I have some experience and wisdom to pass down to the younger youth. Mm-hmm. Am yeah, I yeah. correct in my assumption?
0: You're also, I just think that you do youth well, and so I wanted mm. you to speak to it, so. Yeah.
1: Are you saying there's a wrong way to do youth? yes yeah. there is and we have For students sure. that show up and they do it wrong
2: in fact i was yeah. going to so talk on that just
1: today give up and leave that's, that's not, not what, what I, I was going <laughs> to say <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it sounds
0: okay well i guess we could dive into that <laughs> okay if there's like one thing that i've wanted all of you guys listening to get out of this episode it is what can you start doing today that will help you get more out of youth and grow your relationship with jesus because if you're coming to youth your relationship with jesus hopefully is growing yeah so by the end of this podcast episode hopefully you have at least an idea of something that you can try or maybe a mindset shift or at least a prayer that you can start doing Uh, i never found that verse about moses giving advice to joshua
1: oh yeah i don't know if there is one i just said there probably was one
0: <laughs> Dude, she spent like half an hour I that did. I saw
2: <laughs> searching for that verse. She's like it's so not long. it's not in Leviticus yeah, it's not or whatever. In Genesis. Yeah, Genesis. I was like it's yeah. not going to be in Genesis that ends with Daniel. Yeah.
0: So I would have been looking in Genesis forever.
2: Right. Yeah, no, gonna. it it would have <laughs> been in like Exodus there you Deuteronomy
1: 31:17. Moses summoned Joshua okay. and said to him in the sight of all Israel, be strong and bold. For you are the one who will go with these people into the land. What was oh, that? Oh, you know again? what?
0: That's super cool because later God says to Joshua, "Be strong and courageous."
1: Mm. It's almost like Moses was a prophet. Wow. <laughs> um. What verse is
2: that again? Deuteronomy
1: thirty-one seven. Okay. Cool. 31 7.
0: Jackson, do you want to read it when you get there?
1: Do you want to know what I Googled? Because apparently you're bad yeah. at Googling. I
0: didn't Google it. I didn't want to. I wanted to mm. just find it on my yeah, own. Yeah, that was your oh. issue. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <coughs> I mean, yeah,
1: you should definitely to go to the Bible for like, you know, right. all of your yeah. questions. But
2: if you don't know exactly what the verse that's says. True. Right.
1: Mm, uh, I, I looked up Moses advice to Joshua.
0: Okay. That's a good thing to Google.
2: Yeah. Ooh. And the the section that this is in is mm-hmm. Joshua to succeed Moses. Mm. So like. I could have just looked because, for that. Yeah. Right. So but you I was want, in the wrong book. <laughs> you want me to read the verse again? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you must go with this people into the land that the Lord swore to you their ancestors to give them, and you must divide it among them as their inheritance. Mm.
1: It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do, Do not, not be
2: afraid. Mm-hmm. Or be dismayed. Uh, so discourage.
0: Okay, yesterday... <laughs> When I was or Tuesday, when I was writing the outline for this, I was like, "What verses could we come up with that might go hand in hand with the questions that we're going to answer?" And Ian, you said this passage, but I'm curious why.
1: No, mm, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. okay. Is so that not how? What it I said to was, um, I oh, don't know that. You one, did say maybe. I said I was like the one that's like, "Hey, don't let anybody look down on you because you're young." Mm-hmm. Right? That's verse mm-hmm. Timothy 4:12. Like we have guy, this one, right? That's and then i was like yeah. or like maybe like uh, moses probably said something to joshua oh, wow. so that's probably at the end of like genesis genesis so is, i didn't even moses know is was.
2: not in genesis okay dog he wrote the book so he is yeah in there. okay he's the author well technically he god's the author yeah but yeah he hmm. wrote it that doesn't mean he's. i'm sorry called. did
0: you just say moses wasn't in genesis Correct. he is
2: <laughs> where But I'm anyway, just you're, like you're I'm, really awesome I'm at what li- you do but this is just <laughs> Yeah, he totally cuz he's born in
1: the beginning of Exodus. Okay, Exodus okay, that's too.
0: fair. I think I'm just you know when you just like listen to too many sermons and you're like, "Wait, who yes. said that?" and then wow. that's happening right yes. now. Mm. And yeah. this
2: is this is why we take notes.
0: Yeah, this is why we take notes and then reference them. I do take notes. I'm not referencing them right now at all. I don't, don't even notes, have a Bible and in front I reference
1: of me. everything. <laughs> so
0: So I was talking to Connor one day about what it means to be a part of a ministry but also pour into the ministry at the same time jackson i feel like you do this well so what does it mean to you to be a part of the wild receiving from it but also pouring into it
2: yeah so i am one of the leaders for our our worship theme that we have at the wild Mm -hmm. so i'd say that's the biggest way that i serve into it or like pour myself into it yeah is um just by like helping lead others mm-hmm. i i lead a lot of songs and i lead the worship team as a whole yeah um but yeah so that's probably the biggest way that i pour into it and then mm-hmm. the biggest way that i get poured into is definitely like just obviously hanging out having fun with your friends but like mm-hmm. when it comes to service time you're focusing taking yeah. notes like not letting other people or other things distract you and just trying to figure out what god is trying to tell you from the word
0: yeah do you feel like you have learned how to minister to your friends while you've been at youth
2: yeah i think so Mm -hmm.
0: yeah did you do you think you learned that at youth like was that modeled to you i mean i know your parents are awesome so they probably modeled that first but
2: my parents were a great example of that they did a lot of stuff growing up that Uh, they made me go to church which was awesome getting Mm -hmm. me like that experience from church and sitting in on service once I was done with kids church and all that stuff Um, I think between school because I went to a Christian school we we talked a lot about ministering to others and sharing the gospel and such and I feel like that had a big impact but also uh, youth did especially for me all the camps that we went to like Mm -hmm. every single one I got something out of it whether it was something small or something huge like it was I feel like you definitely prepared me in that way. Mm. Uh, a lot of the leaders did too. Like Ian, Ian prepared me to oh, be hey, able to. Oh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> um. He's my. He was my small group leader. Mm. Or he is my small group leader. Mm. But yeah.
1: So. Unless you're listening to this in um like a month and two weeks, August. right? Because yeah. be by
2: gone. then I will be gone. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: sad. So we're trying to answer: How do you like get the most out of youth? Right? Yeah. <clears throat> you people, you children, enjoy <laughs> being around your friends, right? Yeah. And we're talking about, um, um, ministering to your friends. Mm -hmm. (gasps) You could do the two things with one thing. Mm -hmm.
2: Hit two birds with one stone.
1: As they say, if you're Mm -hmm. like a boomer, uh, but now they say do two things with one thing. (laughs) That's way (laughs) easier to understand. Um... And I mean that's murder, dude. You feed two birds with one scone. All right, no, stone. <laughs> it's stone. you sound like feed scone. two birds with one scone. You sound dog? like Kevin I from like The Office. like actually. Yeah, I know that's a way better one. That's or good. feed a fed horse. This this uh, this list of um, idioms comes to you from Peta. Okay, um, what was I saying? Uh, feed two feed two birds with yeah. one scone. All right. Yeah. Bring your friends to church. Right. Yeah. You know what? Like, it takes, like, crazy incentives for you guys to actually bring people, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we'll bring 100 people and, and we'll... Sacrifice a goat No (laughs) Bring a hundred people And we'll We'll have a pizza party Or something Right We will
0: not kill goats
1: It doesn't have to be Ah, Sacrifice Okay (laughs) Okay.
0: We're not sacrificing It (laughs) to the hundred kids Pizza party it is Pizza party (laughs) (laughs) Right You guys
1: need like Incentives to do stuff like that And it's like Why Bring your friends Your friends Bring your friends to church Because they will know the Lord Yeah Right Like I don't know Um, So that being said If Mm -hmm. uh, If by August the first Wednesday in August, we have 150 kids. Um, I will Wait, shave something into my head or something.
2: Wow. Okay. I got a tattoo. out of pocket. I'll get a tattoo of a goat on my face.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. No. <laughs> Dude, that'd be awesome.
2: Um. Okay. Counter argument though. You said that you want kids to come to our youth because you want them to grow closer to God, mm-hmm. what right. if their friends are already going to a different youth group?
0: I do think that that's part of ministering to your friends, asking them, like literally discipling them, like asking them questions like, how is your youth going and what are you learning about? Right, and yeah. what kinds of like sermons are happening in what, I don't yeah. know,
1: what kind, you know. I mean, just imagine, Claire, imagine you have a friend that goes to a different church on Sundays. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And you want them to grow. Yeah. Right? You care about them. Yeah. So you're going to ask them questions that are yeah. like, hey, is your church following the Bible? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if right. not, maybe come to our church. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, you know, there, there are plenty of reasons to go to a different church. Mm-hmm. But...
0: There are also probably going to be some crossover things where, like, some y- some youth don't have... Their youth group during, during the summer. summer, yeah. So they could come oh, to ours yeah. during the summer. We might have camp at a different time that they might have camp. Yeah. They could come to camp. Come to camp. Absolutely,
1: um, we still have plenty of room. Mm-hmm. We yeah. Still have like, it, it. You can sign up until the day before. Day Do it. Yeah. Yeah. July second. Second.
0: Yeah. We're Does that t- answer your question? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, we're good. Go to the next thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh. Okay, Jackson. What are some ways you feel like you've benefited from being a part of our youth? Okay, this could be like spiritually, personally, like however you want. But to. also
1: like in-depth. Not Your answer has to be in-depth. How have you benefited being in-depth at our youth?
2: Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I think spiritually, the biggest mm-hmm. thing at youth has been, obvi- the sermons are really good. Mm-hmm. Everything's awesome there. But I think the biggest thing for me spiritually has been the prayer. At the end of oh, the okay. altar call because mm-hmm. there are a lot of things that like go on in life weekly mm-hmm. and like you might have sat- something happen that on monday where like you just had church on sunday and you want to get prayer for it but like it's happened on monday like you have to wait till next sunday no you get to go right. on wednesday and you get to get prayer for it from some- one of your youth leaders yeah and i think that's really special also I know when we first started out having youth Mm -hmm. or when I first started coming in, Ian was one of our leaders. He used to pull people aside and (laughs) would tell them like, Hey, go up for prayer. He still does that. (laughs) Yeah. At the time I thought it was really annoying, but like (laughs) looking back on it, like that was super awesome. Like, cause there, it was the little things in life that I needed prayer for to like Mm -hmm. get over the bigger things in life. It's, it's building up that foundation of faith, like, but just with the little things. So like when the big thing comes, like you're ready for it Yeah, and like, God's going to keep preparing you along the way. So I think that's probably the most impactful thing. Obviously, there's a lot of things I've taken away from all the sermons. Yeah. As far as physically, Mm -hmm. I think that the biggest way that I've grown is with relationships. Yeah. Like, there have been a lot of things that have fluctuated over the years, whether that be at school or, I mean, some at church, not really. But overall, like, I've had a pretty solid friend group, like, develop over time from church. And, Mm -hmm. like, some of my friends, Jacob and Tyler, like, I wouldn't be as close to them now as... Uh, Mm. If it wasn't Mm -hmm. for youth yeah, And like just seeing how much they've grown too Like it encourages my faith And it's just really cool
0: Yeah
1: yeah, for sure and like as a leader You know seeing Cause uh, Jackson's current age Is the first that I What am I trying to say When (laughs) I I started as a youth leader Jackson was a 6th grader 7th grader Something like that So like yeah this is the first group that I've seen go all the way Oh
0: that's so sweet
1: Which is why I'm retiring I'm
2: done wow <laughs> Connor- do you even no. have so that connor's st- connor's <laughs> staying but ian is gone um anywho
1: but like seeing you know this group stick with it and stuff has been super dope my faith grows because yeah the fact that these kids are still doing it mm-hmm. so if you're an adult listening and you need your faith to grow become a youth leader
0: yeah what are some highlights from your time at youth pick like a couple different examples
2: Like I said, there have been a lot of camp experiences that have just been really special. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest one for a youth group was probably Camp Mm Jim two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we were doing the altar call, and I don't even remember what it was, what the altar call was supposed to be for, but, like, it was the first time I'd really gotten down on my knees for prayer. Oh, yeah. Like, I've, I've prayed, like, my whole life and stuff, but it was just kind of the motions. Yeah. It was the first time, like, I really, like... Like got in the zone for mm-hmm. prayer. Like I was dialed in. And yeah. like I was on my knees and I think it was Anthony Cox mm-hmm. yeah. that came over and like started praying over me and yeah. like I I had a vision and like I've I had
0: just realized how full circle that was for Yeah, you. that's what I was uh, saying. He was at the River
2: Valley <laughs> Conference. That's so Anthony, cool. and he remembered my name.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the speaker yeah oh that's dope yeah Yeah, i was super it was awesome i'm sorry i interrupted (laughs) you but it was just really cool because i just realized in that moment like whoa
2: (laughs) but yeah but like that vision like that helped me to start taking the steps to become an intern so i could work towards Mm -hmm. the plans that god has for my life and like i've always known i was supposed to be involved with ministry Mm -hmm. from a young age i knew i was supposed to be a missionary Mm -hmm. and i knew i was supposed to be involved with pastoral leadership and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and it it's been really cool over the years especially with youth just seeing all of that build up to where yeah. i am now yep. and like looking back there are so many small experiences that mm-hmm. like it's all the small things that get you yeah. ready for the big thing like yep. i think that's the big thing that god's speaking to me right mm-hmm. now that the small things are preparing you for the big things whether yeah. that be like the small issues in life or like the small um celebrations that you mm-hmm. have along the way like it's all preparing you for what god has yeah. for you yeah that's why there's like different seasons in life too mm-hmm. like there are going to be times where like you are in the season of waiting. Or there's gonna be times where like, God is like, this, 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 this. And Mm -hmm. you're just like, wow, this is amazing. Like how all of this is unfolding. He's giving me the strength and energy like to keep pursuing what he has for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What advice would you give to current? Like if you could, if you met a sixth grader at the front door on Wednesday, and they were like, what should I do to, you know, grow up and be like you one day? (laughs) What would you say? Hey, Mr. Jackson,
2: (laughs) I wanna be like you someday i'd say the uh the two biggest things i'll start out with one okay um They kind of go hand in hand actually but i'm gonna start out with one get involved like yeah go like full in don't just like Mm -hmm. like try to like walk in and like stand in the back but like really get all in like Mm -hmm. try to get like go go talk to people go relate to people Mm -hmm. and get like build those relationships because like when you have those relationships at such a young age Mm -hmm. it it just builds over time and it's so cool to see how you grow and how the other person grows and like yeah. you have that person to lean on and you have that person who leans on you and it, it's kind of i don't i don't even know how to describe it it's just such an amazing feeling yeah. when you know that you can trust somebody that trusts you mm-hmm. um yeah so like yeah community building. yeah exactly mm-hmm. like so build that community build those mm-hmm. friends encourage others to come like ian was saying that's really important because when you mm-hmm. once once you get older a lot of people are really set in their ways mm-hmm. so it's harder to get them to come it's possible so to yeah, keep trying that's true but it's a lot harder to convince like juniors or seniors to come to a youth group so like start out young start mm-hmm. inviting them younger that's why we that's why the senior class that we have this year is one of the larger ones that we've had in the mm-hmm. past because we invited people consistently yep. mm-hmm. and i'd say the second thing and this is like goes hand in hand is while diving in completely mm-hmm. make sure that like like that doesn't just apply to the friendships, but that applies to, like, the service mm. itself. Because mm-hmm. for me, I I was always there. I would always listen. I wouldn't mm. really, like, stand in the back or talk any, or anything like yeah. that. But I I think taking notes is the biggest thing for me. Because mm. once I started taking notes, like, even last year, mm-hmm. that's where I started to, like, really, really make my faith my own. Yeah. And, like, once you start to make your faith your own and you develop your own personal relationship with God, that's when things start to like shift and change. Yeah. That's where like you understand mm-hmm. like what he has for you, and he might not tell you exactly what he has for you. I don't know exactly mm-hmm. what or when I'm supposed to do what he has for me. Yeah. But I'm trusting that he because I've seen time and time again that he's going to provide mm-hmm. and that he is going to that he has a plan for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I just yeah. So get get involved. Make sure that you pay attention during service because mm-hmm. once you start paying attention and taking notes, that's where you find. The joy that God is, yeah, and what He's trying to tell you,
0: yeah. Yeah. So basically, sit in the front. Exactly. Say yes and amen. Yeah,
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Calling back, like (laughs) yeah, for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. If you've ever been to a weekend service, like it's a normal thing. So don't mm -hmm. treat it like it's an abnormal thing. Yeah. Like I, I do it during Mm -hmm. service. Like I love to sit in the front row. Yep. And also, okay, if you have an issue saying sitting next to someone because Mm -hmm. they're gonna distract you the whole service, don't sit next to them. Yeah. But if you know you can sit next to them Mm -hmm. and they're not gonna distract you, you're not gonna distract each other. Yeah. Like it's fine to sit by your friends. Mm -hmm. I sit by my friends all the time. Yeah. And some of them, every now and then I have to tell them to stop Mm -hmm. talking to pay attention. Yeah. But most of the time like we're both just enjoying Mm -hmm. like listening to the service and like taking notes and understanding what God is trying to tell us through Connor.
1: Yeah. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. <clears throat> this question um, is for everyone in the room that is sitting in front of a microphone. So obviously not Caleb. Woof. <laughs> Sorry, Caleb. Um, <laughs> Claire, you do not attend youth as a student. And Jackson, you will no longer attend youth as a student. Yes. In T-minus <clears throat> T- whatever. Five weeks. Um, so what things would you dream Mm. For our future of our, the youth. Okay, of youth, yeah. Yeah, the youth specifically. Mm-hmm.
0: This was my... This was, like, a big takeaway I had at River Valley. So my, like, I think biggest thing that I think that God talks to me about when it comes to the youth is, like, how can I as a leader disciple well and, like, almost... um empower our youth to feel like this is their youth and they are able to lead other other youth you know like how can i tell youth every week like hey this is yours so like if you want to do something with this ministry talk to somebody about it like become that leader so that people are watching you and they're like oh i'm going to do the same thing for example like you're worshiping in the front every single week You're like super focused on worship, your hands are raised, like you're surrendering your everything to Jesus in that moment, and people are watching you do that, they're also going to do that. Right. If we have a bunch of youth who are in the front, constantly distracted and constantly not giving their time to Jesus, then a whole bunch of other youth are going to watch that and do that, and it's going to become a thing. Yeah. So if we had even just like 10 students, who are like super great examples were like this is my youth yeah like this is i'm gonna lead i'm gonna set an example for other youth i think that that would spread like wildfire wire wa, mm, wildfire wild <laughs> fire <laughs> that's so hard to say <laughs> that's just what i think about sure um and like getting creative and thinking about what that means like thinking outside of the box like how can i create the things that i want to create inside of our youth
2: Mm. I personally am so excited to see how much it changes over the next few years because mm-hmm. yeah. I I've seen how much it changed ever since I started going to youth mm-hmm. like we, yeah. we started out where the kids room was and yeah. then like we we started doing construction and then we mm-hmm. like reshifted in there yeah. and then we did construction again and now mm-hmm. we're downstairs currently yeah. and like we we've built up a worship team we've built up a production team we've built up the yeah. cafe mm-hmm. and built up youth students mm-hmm. to lead the youth yeah. right. and i think like you were saying it's yep. really cool setting that example mm-hmm. but i am so excited to see how much it changes especially mm-hmm. i mean people know about the bold campaign it's going Mm -hmm. to happen yep Mm -hmm. i am so excited for that to become the youth wing and for us to like be able to like make it our own make it our own Mm -hmm. like yeah Yeah. exactly i
0: have saved artwork from every single event that we have done with youth to hang on the walls one day
2: right Uh, yeah Yeah. i am i am so excited for it's gonna be a lot of fun Mm -hmm. and like eventually like i'll probably end up being a youth leader at some point yes. so yeah coming back and just seeing all of this like mm-hmm. when i leave it's sad but coming back and seeing mm-hmm. like how much people have yeah. embraced it yep. like i i believe that it's going to continue mm-hmm. to grow i yeah. believe that people are going to keep inviting people mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I don't know i'm just super excited to yeah, see I mean how much too. it grows and changes yeah
1: <clears throat> um my dream would be um that we have uh pizza every wednesday instead of just <laughs> a yes <birthday>. please <laughs> yes
2: and that we don't just get one slice because that's not enough for so senior you get two boys two? <laughs> yeah because one slice is not enough for somebody that's been six foot <laughs> yeah six In well i'm five baller. six but yeah six yeah. foot football player basketball player like, yeah. that's funny starving <laughs> So we got a Chick-fil-A after. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Here. I got a legit answer. and It had, mm-hmm. deals with food. So it kind of still works. So that means you have to leave the whole pizza in because I'm going to reference it. So Wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so much like my previous answer, the pizza one, um, Connor and I sometimes listen to podcasts like if we're road tripping and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so like Jesus things or I'll be like, yeah. hey, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which, you know... Okay, anywho. Nerd. Um, nerd. What I don't even play Dungeons and Dragons anymore. It's all Pathfinder 2E, baby. Okay. Still a um, nerd. But what am I trying to say here? Pizza. Hey, you are yeah. a nerd. We uh, listened to a podcast once about um, this youth group in Florida. Mm-hmm. And these people would... <laughs> after youth, it was like everyone knew that they would go to this one restaurant. Right? And so, like... It became, like, a tradition Mm -hmm. to go hang out after youth at Mm -hmm. that restaurant. So, like, youth leaders and stuff would show up.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, When we listened to that, we just had Declan. And so that wasn't going to be a thing. But hopefully, when Declan gets older, well, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just whatever. Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. the dream is that this would go outside of youth, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've tried -hmm. tried to do things, like, during the summer, having, um, like, lunch at the church on Thursdays and stuff like that. Or, Mm. like... um,
2: Or like guys night and stuff like that
1: Right right Mm -hmm. and like plan events But like not youth Wednesday night Specific events but anyhow just Mm -hmm. like So make it more of It builds community that way right Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah don't keep it just
2: In the church building
0: right it doesn't Need to just happen on Wednesday. The church is a people not a place yeah exactly Mm, That's good okay This is great
1: Jackson uh, said He had a ending joke oh okay So Jackson take it away (laughs) Hey, thank you for listening. For more information about this episode, check out the show notes. If you want to stay up to date on all things God is doing at The Wild, follow us on social at TheWildYTH. And if you are in grades 6 through 12 in the Des Moines area, come join us on Wednesday from 6.30 to 8.30 at our Clive Campus, Eternity Church Clive in Clive at our Clive Campus. Finally, a big shout out to Eternity Church and Pastor Connor for giving
0: us this platform. Thank you.